All right, man. Episode four. We're kind of trucking along. Oh, yeah. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. Just caught up from the weekend. It's Tuesday night we're recording this and hoping to get it out tomorrow, which will be Wednesday. Uh, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. It's Just been, got, a, been a pretty eventful week. It's been a crazy eventful week with uh, sports and uh, news, everything. Lots of random news going on. That's crazy. I went to... So we took... Declan, my son, to Omaha this weekend to the zoo, caught up with some friends, went to the Nebraska women's basketball game against Creighton. How was that? It was actually a, a decent game. Yeah. We almost, almost we, pulled we, it off. We stuck in, man. We stuck in there. Creighton, that number 30, I forget what her name is, but she hit four threes to start the game. <laughs> That'll make it tough. Yeah. That's getting right out of the gates. Uh, yeah. But uh, they're, they're, it was pretty, it was more entertaining than the last one I went to. First time taking. Both kids to the zoo or? No, nope, no, we've been to the zoo quite a bit. Uh, the kids have been there. We got a uh, membership. Path. Yeah. So we only, I can only take about two hours. Yeah. I can only take about two hours there. It's a lot. So we only, yeah, we only catch a, a few walking. things. Yeah, it's a lot of walking and sometimes you got to carry Declan and he's getting up there. Yeah. And wait. So I'm not saying I'm a wuss, but got it. You start walking up them hills, it gets a little difficult. Do they have anything that they got to see every time you go? Aquarium. Aquarium. Just got to see Aquarium and the time. monkeys. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Rainforest, they finally had that open again. Oh, had, it was under, it was under was construction. Oh. So the whole bottom floor has been shut down for like a year. Oh, really? At the Rainforest. Yeah, they finally opened that up. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to the zoo. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. They keep adding stuff in. Um, they're, putting something, um, they're putting something down further. There's a big open spot kind of in the middle. I don't know what they're doing down there, but I love going to the zoo. As long as I don't do it like every month or something. Yeah, I I enjoy the zoo. But like I, it's probably been years since I've been, so I like it. Like it's, once a decade, twice a decade. It's different going with kids, yeah, because you get to see their excitement. Like yeah. I obviously I've been there so many times in my life that yeah. I think we take it for granted. It's like one of the best zoos in the world. Yeah, right down the road, a couple yeah. hours away. Yeah, it's crazy. But that was a lot of fun. Creighton game was fun. That was Declan's first game of any kind. Oh, that's so that good. Was, yeah, it was good. We got did the whole experience. Got all the popcorn and the soda and he made it to about the third quarter and then he started getting tired <laughs> uh hopefully we get a di- different outcome as the huskers in a couple weeks when the men play hopefully i know it's gonna be tough but i'm pretty high on the men husker team right now yeah well, a lot of a lot of fun to talk i'm excited, a lot of fun to watch i'm excited to start talking a little basketball <clears throat> really i'm i'm moving hard in on the, <laughs> already, oh yeah already moving past well speaking of that we'll just get right into uh Right into the Husker football game, um, Vance. Uh, I don't know this team. I, there, there's no reason they should be losing these games, but I feel like they have a little bit of a loser mentality. And until they prove me wrong, I guess I don't know. I feel like they've proved me wrong. Where I was thinking they were going to win. Now they're uh, now I'm just going to have to say they're just going to keep losing until they figure out how to win. Uh, you know, they started off just completely hot, playing really, really well, going in a chance to be, you know, up 17 nothing or 21 nothing. You go for it on fourth down and you miss it. And it seems like that one bad play and they kind of, the wheels fell off for a little while. Granted, they brought it back at the end and got close. Uh, that last 60 seconds, I thought they were playing for overtime. Drove me crazy. Uh, I knew we weren't going to win in overtime. Just the way their offense was playing and we weren't getting touchdowns, I mean, we would have had to somehow hold them to a field goal to extend it further, or maybe get a chance to win the game. You can blame me if you want for the, the <laughs> Facebook post I put out. 
Yeah, you got it when we were up 14 <laughs> nothing yep. and kind of jinxed us pretty yeah, good. I did, I did. That's my bad. <clears throat> my bad, listeners. It'll be all right. I apologize. I was just trying to you know get some content out there. I'm still high on rule. I think he's the right guy for the job. He's going to get it turned around. It's just they just got to figure out that they can win. I don't know. They're just, they got to figure out how to win. I think they got to figure out that they can win. I Wisconsin's not a good football team. Iowa's not a good football team. Maryland, I didn't think it was a good football team, but they only lost by four points or whatever to Michigan. Right. So I guess whatever. But And that game, we had turned the ball over five times and only lost by three points to them. So. Yeah, I, I, I think rule's still the answer. Yeah, we need to, we need to get our, uh, our offense fixed. Our defense seems like it's on the right track, and the defense is it's a pretty salty defense, uh, good enough to win more than – uh, five games. I, I think we're good on defense too, and I think it sounds like rules okay with the coordinator searching for jobs, which kind of sucks. Yeah, just pay the man. Yeah, keep him here. It's gonna be tough. I mean, he's he's clearly a good defensive coordinator, but yeah, there's been there's already lots of speculation about him being gone. Has the next head coach somewhere, so um, which I'm happy for him. But he's obviously a really good coach. But God, it'd be nice to keep something good like that for just a little bit longer. Give us like three years just to just right. to get it rolling. The only good thing is we didn't have a turnover till the last play of the game. Yeah, I mean that one. It's what it is. They still counted as yeah. a turnover. So <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about that one. Yeah, we got <laughs> Iowa up next. The big game. Yeah. Uh, again, Iowa's not a good football team, but. They find ways to win, we find ways to lose, and it, it's just that's. I just think it'll be thirteen ten, and that'll be about it. And somebody is going to make one play. As long as we, you know, maybe we got to make the good special teams plays, um, and not give up big runs, like that last against Wisconsin. We missed so many sacks, tackles for losses that turned into big gains. Like you just can't. You had the quarterback ten yards deep, and you're going to give up fifteen yards. That's going to kill you. That That is just a backbreaker, especially from a guy that isn't known for doing that, and he's not done that. We haven't allowed that to happen all year, and all of a sudden we're just giving them up over and over and over and over, and we held Braylon Allen in check. <laughs> like He didn't do anything other than a couple big you know, fourth and one plays, third and one plays, and he's just big enough he's going to get those plays. On paper, we should have won. I mean, we had more total yards, more passing yards, more rushing yards, more yards per play. Yeah, if you look at it on paper, we should have won the game. We didn't have that many more rushing yards. We're the number one rushing d- offense in the in the Big Ten, though. So, and we've been averaging, I think, just a little over two hundred. We got one ninety five. Um, but I don't know. It's just frustrating. Yeah, yards per play. I didn't realize we were down on that too. Same amount of first downs. Man, I didn't. There's a lot of. stuff. <laughs> he hadn't seen this That's, yet. I hadn't seen more this time stuff. of possession. I kind of knew that you could feel that watching the game. Yeah. Uh, penalty. We had more penalty yards. Penalties killed us. Third down efficiency wasn't great. That, yeah. They didn't have much better. They had two for two out of three better. Yeah. Um, penalties weren't horrible this game. No, they weren't terrible. Uh, our punt. That that is what surprised me is all of a sudden our punter can't punt anymore. It was, was it eight eighteen yards on that one? Yeah. Yeah. Just you can't. You just can't have that. Absolutely. I mean, punt, special teams, especially if we're going to go against Iowa, you cannot have that. On a team that's going to hold you, stop you, say they're stopping you on your 20-yard line, 25-yard line, you can't have an 18-yard punt give them a chance. Like nope. you, On a team that literally can't move the ball, you can't give them free points. 
I also noticed on that last punt that Wisconsin had, we we had a guy get in the backfield and he almost just oh he gave s- up stopped he just gave up he didn't totally, even totally could have laid out oh yeah he had it he was there that, I've, I forgot about that until you just brought that up yeah that play that drove me that drove me insane that's one of those plays where it, that's a mentality thing you just don't know uh, you just don't got that dog in you or you're not ready to you're not ready for the moment or something but I mean he made the play he's there. I mean, he doesn't even really have to lay out. He's just got to make an attempt. It looked like yeah. he just gave up. Like sometimes I feel like they get like if they don't get touched, they get like surprised. Like, oh no, yeah. I'm here. What I'm do here. I do? Yeah, no, lay out. Just I would rather you get the penalty than right. you know we're already down. So right. Yeah, that was that was tough. On a side note, though, the volleyball team is outright Big Ten champs. I see that undefeated. I'm still not going to say we're a volleyball school, but I, <laughs> I don't think we're a volleyball can. school. We got to we got to root for everything yeah. we got, right? I suppose. I, I yeah, I root for them. I'm just not a huge. I don't get into volleyball. No, no, it's not. Doesn't uh, pique my interest that much, I guess. But yeah, more power to them. You know, keep winning titles. Keep being the best team in the country. I mean, they're pretty dominant. There's uh, there's not really much you can say about Husker volleyball other than they're the most dominant program in the in the nation. Yep. Just over and over and over and over. Only team that really took us to any even remotely close was Penn State. Yep. That but they was also took tight. down Minnesota and somebody else that was way up there, Wisconsin, maybe. So they just seemed to kind of fall apart a little bit. But we we came back. We were down two sets. Against uh, Penn State. Oh, that game. Yeah. I yeah. remember watching. I did watch that game. I was with a buddy. Uh, I'd watch that game. So uh, that was a that was a crazy comeback on that one. For sure. So again, I think it's going to be thirteen ten Iowa. Uh, well, I'm I'm rooting for us to win. Uh, I don't. I'm always don't rooting for us to win. win. I just got to be realistic about it. We're the better team. Uh, I don't. I don't think we're. I don't know how to say we're the better team. I think Iowa is one of the most overrated teams in the country. Like they are just not a good team. They're going to go to. The, <laughs> they're going to go to the Big Ten championship and get absolutely demolished by whoever they play. And I'm kind of excited for that. I was really hoping they were going to – part of me wanted them to lose last week just because I hate Iowa, but I also wanted them to win so that when we beat them, they still have to go to the Big Ten Championship and still get demolished. Right. So that'll make me happy. Uh, again, we're recording on a Tuesday before the nope. rankings come this out. This is new. Oh, this is new? Yep. I okay. just saw this when we came in. Washington jumped Florida State. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So the new rankings, we got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Oregon. Which, which last week we said they were going to stay the same. Uh, the only thing that changed last week was uh, Georgia jumped Ohio State. Yep. Yep. And then stayed the same this week. I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, Florida State's kind of screwed. Yeah, they're kind of, they're, yeah, they, they're they not going to be in the playoffs just because they're not, they're down Jordan Travis. So. I saw today he's done, done. Yeah, he, he announced he's done with football yeah. or college football. That's sad. I mean, it sucks yep. for that kid. Yeah, especially to go, uh, and a chance to win a national title. I mean, they were they were definitely in the hunt. Uh, they're playing. I think Louisville. It's already been determined that they will play Louisville in the ACC championship, which is probably looking pretty good for Louisville to win. I don't know. Without Florida, without uh, Jordan Travis on the team. So you think it's probably just going to sit just like this for the playoff? Uh, kind of depends on what happens in the Pac-12. Um, and obviously, there's a there's a loss coming between two and three. One right. of them teams is losing this week. Do you think that's really going to make a big difference in where they're sitting? You got you got SEC bias with Alabama down there at eight, 
and they're going to go to the Big Ten champion or SEC championship most likely against Georgia. Um, I suppose if they beat Georgia, they're in. Right. They're not going to leave them out. Right. Uh, which would leave two SEC teams, at least one Big Ten team, and it'd be the second Big Ten versus a Washington or Oregon. Uh, I don't think the Big 12 champion is going to get in. Uh, Texas has a shot. Say they win, and Alabama's in there. Say you have Alabama as the SEC champion, champion Texas being the only team that beat them. Be tough to leave them out too as the Big Twelve champion. It doesn't seem like the college football committee puts a lot of weight on the Pac twelve either. Oh, well, when it comes to putting them in the playoff, I guess. Oh, um, maybe, but I mean, you got uh, four teams in the top ten, right? Right, now. right. Four teams and an, and an eventual Big Twelve team uh, ne- and uh, next year's SEC team, right. technically. Um. Yeah, that's going to change. Obviously, this Louisville-Florida State is going to change. Uh, I don't even remember who who plays who on the Oregon. I don't think I don't think Oregon can make the Pac-12 now. I don't remember if they're on divisions or what they are on that I can't that remember side. either. Uh, scroll down just a little bit. The next one is Arizona at 15 with three losses. Arizona and Oregon State. They jumped up pretty high in the AP poll too, didn't they? Arizona last week. I don't think it really matters, but who Arizona? Arizona, yeah, yeah. So as far as the college football, I mean, we'll talk more about it when we kind of get to the playoffs this weekend. Should be good. But. Yeah, after this weekend, then uh, championship weekends next weekend, and then obviously selection Sunday is uh, a week from this coming Sunday. Yeah, the year the year closing is is coming really fast. I feel oh, like yeah. it's, it's Thanksgiving, but shoot, Christmas is going to be right around the corner. Yeah. Um, especially with us recording every week, I feel like we just got done with episode three, and now we're already hitting episode four and and moving on. Oh yeah. Um, moving to the NFL here. Burrow and Watson. <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to do this, unless you really want to. I don't care. So Vance and I talked about maybe making a bet. Uh, for the Iowa-Nebraska game. He wasn't for sure if he wanted to do it or not. Um, so he was going to take Nebraska. I'm going to take Iowa. If Iowa wins, he has to wear an Iowa shirt out to have some drinks some evening. And if Nebraska wins, I have to wear his Packers jersey. So that should be fun. I didn't know if he wanted to do it, but he he pointed it out. So here we go. It's in. It's It's on recording. Yes, we're doing it, and I may get a custom shirt made for him. We'll see. I'm <laughs> not gonna. I'm not gonna give it away yet, but we we may do that. <laughs> we better win. At least <laughs> I, if we don't win, at least I'm gonna be there to see us lose. But we're gonna win this game. So you're going to the game? I'm going to the game. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep, I'll be my first game that I. Well, I've gone down and tailgated uh, this year, but it'll be the first football game I go to nice. this year. So, do you usually try to get to one every year? Uh, yeah, actually, I've gone. For the last three or four years, I've probably gone to one every game every year. It's been a while since I've gotten down to a game. But I prefer to go a little bit earlier in the year when it's not miserably cold. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. At least uh, the, the year I went was the ice bowl. So I think I'm going to go with like a, you know, usually you go like a seven hard 17, 20 point rule. You know, if either team's up down by that much, you can go. 
might be a little tough to do with Iowa, Nebraska. That might be a hard like one point rule. <laughs> right. Like if it's a one point swing right. either way, you can just go ahead and leave yeah. because there, there won't be a whole lot of scoring. points. Yeah. yeah. There won't be a whole lot of scoring. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's the bet. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold both of us to it. So yeah, the NFL, uh, Burrow and Watson are out for the season. Just want to make sure we talked about that. There was discussion that maybe Burrow would come back, but it sounds like he's he's done. Is he? I did, I guess I didn't catch that's that. What I, that's what I, I, I knew saw. Watson was done. That's what I saw. I saw that he was uh, officially, they called it. I really appreciate the the Watson memes going around right now with <laughs> being on injured reserve. And the Predator <laughs> one? Well, I haven't seen, seen that one. You haven't seen that one? I've seen the one where it's like uh, Deshaun, it's the the scene with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker on rush hour two, yeah. where he's like, I'll take you and you, and well, I'm definitely going to take you too. And you, and it's Deshaun Watson picking up his, picking out his physical therapist after finding out he's on IR. There's one of him going around. That's he's sitting down as the predator from the movies. And there's two cheerleaders standing next to him. That was pretty <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Getting into the games, uh, the Ravens beat the Bengals, which we pretty much assumed was going to happen. Yep. That would have been a pretty crazy game if the Bengals pulled that one out. Yeah. Um, Which now their season is pretty well over. Bengals. Yep. Oh yeah, they're yeah, five and five, and without Burrow, they're they're pretty much done. Pretty much done. Yep. Cowboys Panthers thirty three to ten. Cowboys saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah, that was an easy one. I did see that the they've decided they're gonna keep keep riding with Bryce Young. Uh, I can see both sides of it. You know, keep more reps under him, but then kind of think about some of these young quarterbacks that are used to winning all the time and they just make them lose and you're losing and you're losing and you're losing and kind of goes into that mentality thing of a loser. I think it's, it could be detrimental to you a little bit. I think you can look at it both ways. So it was mental. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a good idea um, to keep doing that. Maybe you just pull them and say, you know what, we'll get, we'll try again next year and try to get somebody in there that, you know, we'll just pick up a backup, but you're not going to hurt anything. Why, why risk him? If you, or if you don't think that he's your answer. But I, I look at teams like like the Jets that did that with like Mark Sanchez or Zach Wilson, and now Zach Wilson's a third stringer type of deal. You know, he's so far down the bench after being so bad, he just kept losing and losing and losing and losing. So I don't know that that's a good thing all the time. I agree with you. Um, I think I think they'll pull him eventually next couple of games. I don't think they'll ride the season out with him. They said they would. Really? I mean, they came out with it. Um, I must have saw that on Bleacher Report. I'd also Report be worried about him yesterday. getting hurt too. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I mean, at this point, what are you what are you worried about now? What, I mean, I get it. Give him some reps and stuff, but I think ten games is enough. He's one and nine. I think that's enough reps. I think we know what, yeah. <laughs> what he's looking like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steelers, Browns, Browns beat the Steelers thirteen ten. Uh, Steelers just fired their offensive coordinator. Did see that. Uh, I also saw a stat that said, uh, "Who who's the New York Jets uh, quarterback right now?" Uh, I saw it, but I can't remember. Can't his name. think of his name. Anyway, he's got <laughs> he's got more games with uh, multiple touchdown passes than Kenny Pickett. Has. Really? Kenny Pickett's got like twenty two starts and. Uh, I can't think of that kid's name. Anyway, he's got three, two or three. I don't remember. He's got more multi games and multiple touchdown passes. I did see a stat where they're, on they're only like 14th in offense, which isn't horrible with how many teams there are. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's who? The Steelers? The Steelers. Oh, yeah. They just don't score a lot. But, yeah, they they can run the ball. They can handle Consistency, the ball. Consistency, yeah. I think, is what uh, Tomlin came out and said. Like, yep. he said, I hate letting somebody go. He's a great guy. Just 
inconsistent. The changes weren't made fast enough. Yeah. So Lions, Bears, Bears lost again, although it was closer than I expected it to be. I probably wouldn't have thought that would have been that close uh, going into the day, but uh, you guys did get back Justin Fields, right? He was playing. I believe I, uh, with me being gone this weekend, I really didn't, didn't watch it. Watch a whole lot of football. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, we start getting to the end of the year. It's going to be. I'll have to make sure I catch up on some highlights yeah. or something. I've been real, real busy the last week or two. Uh, Packers, Chargers, your your pack got the win, man. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how they're doing it, but talking about another inconsistent team though. Oh, Chargers. Extreme. Yes, very much so. I mean, they started off, what, 0-2 or 0-3, something yep. like that. It was one of the – I don't remember what it was. Well, in the last few times, we talked, well, don't want to play them, but, you know, Can't very, trust very them. inconsistent. Yeah. So, yeah, go, go Pat, go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry. You guys probably didn't hear that, but we were hearing it in our ear. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, Texans. Uh, Texans beat the Cardinals. 21-16, you're still high on the Texans. I li- I'm liking the Texans. I'm liking C.J. Stroud. He just keeps keeps doing it. He did have two picks this, this week, but he was uh, like 27 of 37, 366. And They're using him a lot. I think he had three touchdowns to two so. TDs. And, yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's firmly in the conversation. I mean, I don't think he can be the MVP, but I think he needs to be in that conversation. At least he's just putting up really good numbers. I would say numbers so. I think he's fret, the reason why they're winning a lot of the games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jags beat the Titans. Didn't think that was going to be any different. 34-14. to uh, Dolphins beat the Raiders. 2013. Nothing, nothing really to talk about there. Uh, Giants beat the Commanders. I mean, not surprising, but I was... Thirty-one to nineteen. The the other meme I saw of that guy, it's like uh, it had a list of the teams that he had beaten as a starter. Some is like five teams, and two of them are the Washington Commanders. Really? Yeah, he's beat the Commanders twice this year. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we had the 49ers and the Buccaneers. 49ers won twenty-seven to fourteen. Really, the only thing from that game, it wasn't a surprising win. Uh, Brock Purdy did have a perfect passer rating in that game. I think he's done that twice this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, people fell off the bandwagon for a little bit, and I think that a lot of that was just growing pains. And I mean, you're not going to win every single game. It's kind of hard. <laughs> and you always wonder if they always have like little micro injuries that maybe yeah. they fall off for a couple games and get better and come back. Bills beat the Jets. Jets just they can't they can't do it if they don't have a quarterback. And uh, I don't understand. Uh, why I think Heineke is on their team now, and he, they have him at second string, and whoever the other guys who's they're gonna go with is the starter. But I've just I kind of thought I could have swore that I saw Heineke was on their team, but maybe not. Speaking of quarterbacks, I uh, Joe Flacco. What about him? I believe he just signed with the Browns practice squad. Really? I'm pretty sure I saw that today. Isn't he like sixty years old? He's seventy two, but. Um, <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Uh, but yeah, Bills Bills beat Jets thirty two to six. Um, Rams beat the Seahawks seventeen sixteen. That was a close game. Yeah, that is in division though. Yeah, Bron- Broncos beat the Josh Dobbs. Just couldn't couldn't pull it uh, out. I don't know what the Broncos are doing. Ever, I mean, they just started uh, started. They went on a run as soon as they beat the Packers, and you know they got got a little excited and tried to beat some players and. 
or beat some good teams, and it's kind of crazy. Oh, Simeon, that's who they signed to the active roster. Yep, Sorry. Brown signed Joe Flacco to practice squad week 12. Huh, that's pretty crazy. You think they're going to play? I don't think the Bronc or the Brown season's over without Deshaun Watson. Uh, no, they've been riding their defense, their defense anyway. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson. They were playing without De- with Watson without Watson this year, anyways, and I don't right. think it was that big of a drop off. Um, Eagles beat the Chiefs. They're still nine and one. Chiefs did not look at their dropping passes left and right. I would feel I, I would, and Mahomes hadn't said a whole lot about it, but God, at some point you gotta gotta catch the ball. Um, that that long pass that MVS he dropped that's not an easy try easy pass to catch in the lights and Tyree Kill came out and you know Twitter X or whatever he did say you all act like it's a like that's an easy catch to make I mean obviously he would know he's been there he's done it but uh, you still have to you get paid to make that catch right I don't care if it's easy or not that's what you're paid to do so gotta try to do it Chiefs have been held scoreless in the second half for three straight games you see that as a problem? That's kind of a, yeah, if you can't score in the second half, you ain't going to win games. Um, they got lucky against the Dolphins. Yeah. Because uh, they they held them in the second half too, but they already had a good enough lead that yeah, you're not giving it up. Uh, yeah, you got to be able to put some points up in the second half, especially when you're only scoring 17. I mean, they're uh, it's not like the Chiefs of old, you know, at scoring 17 points in a game. Yeah, they just didn't look... They just haven't looked themselves. I'm not sure what's causing it, but anyway. I mean, they've been pretty dominant for a lot of years. So, I mean, they've been in the conversation. They're still in the – I mean, they're seven and three. So, they're still right there. Well, yeah, I don't see – I mean, they'll obviously make the playoffs. They'll probably yeah. be just fine. But they might now be in a position to not host. Yeah, which would make a, the a little bit of a difference not yeah. playing at Arrowhead. Mahomes there. hasn't not hosted. Really? Yeah, he hasn't had to play on the road in the playoffs. Ever? I don't think so. That's From a crazy thing. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I did not know that. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that'll be that'll be a whole different experience for him. For sure. And depending on where he goes, you know. Yeah. Uh Falcons, Saints, Colts, Patriots all had by. I don't think there's really any implications. Those teams probably won't be making playoffs anyway. No. So as far as the NFL weekend, that's the wrap up on that. Um don't think we really want to Get into too much else NFL. I don't think there's any other news besides the Joe Flacco. Yeah, I didn't notice anything that just popped out to me this year or this week. Right, we'll get into the news. We keep we keep, we're getting really good timing on this uh, sports to news thing. It's been great. Uh, Newsom, Gavin Newsom, uh, in the San Francisco cleanup. I don't know if you guys have all heard about this. Xi Jinping from China was coming over. Um, I kind of let Vance talk about this. I think he yeah. had a little more on this. Uh, it's just kind of crazy. You know, they've been telling us, well, they've been telling everybody that they just can't get rid of the homeless in San Francisco. It's kind of hard to get rid of them. You don't, they have some regulation that they claim that they have some regulation. They have to have enough uh, shelter space to be able to get rid of everybody. But all of a sudden they were able to clean up the entire city in three days just because the Shycoms were coming over. Um, you got to suppress, suppress the dear leader, President Xi Jinping, uh, obviously with Gavin Newsom being a Shycom himself. And there was a lot of Chinese flags being flown. Yeah, in it's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, so they, they cleaned up all the encampments. Uh, there's all kinds of clips out and about. Uh, 
people walk, you know, people on the street interviews. I saw one of the guys like, yeah, it's crazy. Everything's cleaned up. I don't have any more shit on my shoes. You know, I couldn't imagine living in a town. I got to worry about stepping in human well, feces. human feces and needles. Uh, oh my god, needles all over the place. I couldn't do it. Um, and, and they fenced off the areas too, right? Uh, yeah, they fenced everything off so that they couldn't get back in. Uh, you know, but walls don't work, so we got to keep that. Just remember, walls don't work, but they work in San Francisco apparently. Uh, Gavin Newsom will be, he'll be, he's a guy that'll say, well, this isn't my problem. Well, you've been in charge of San Francisco and or California at some point, some version for over 23 years. He was the mayor of San Francisco and then he was a Lieutenant governor. Now he's the governor. Uh, he is, he, all he does is just prove to you people. And I don't understand why people in California, why are you guys voting for this guy? In a way, I think you kind of deserve it. Uh, that's what you're voting for. So he doesn't care about you. He comes out and tells you that he doesn't care about you and by his actions proves he doesn't care about you. Uh, and we'll get into his response on why he cleaned up in the in three days and why all of a sudden it's happening. He does have a little, a quick little interview that we're going to get into and it's pretty funny. And uh, again, just proving that he doesn't care about you. Uh, no politician cares about you, so... Now, isn't isn't he kind of the front runner outside of Biden for the Democratic nomination or no? There's rumors about him running. Yes, uh, it's kind of what everybody wants him to do. They can't obviously run Kamala Harris, so she's just a walking disaster. So, so you want to set up this, queue up this video? This is audio. This is just more. I, I just kind of need to bring people's attention to to uh, Gavin Newsom, the type of person he is. This is from 2013. This is an interview he was on Adam Carolla's podcast. Uh, this isn't. This is one of the clips that I've, I mean, I've seen this interview many times. I've listened to it. Uh, there's a better clip, but this one's pretty good. Uh, there's one he talks about homelessness, uh, which we can't find that one, so I'm just going to talk about it. But uh, he talks about the face of homelessness as uh, a single single parent, single mom, single white mom. No, I'm sorry. The face of homelessness is drug addicts. That's who's homeless. Uh, and they choose to be. They either have mental issues or they don't want to go anywhere. I mean, there's been countless interviews. You can find them, people interviewing homeless people, and they say, no, I like it. I can just sit out here and do drugs and get basically my drugs paid for because somebody's going to pay me money to do this. And, yeah, I don't have to go anywhere. And the weather in California is not that bad. So, No, it's not. So we'll, we'll play this clip, and then Vans will kind of talk about it. I want everybody to plan look down the road six months yes your husband lost his job that's why you need to sock away some money when he's gainfully employed yes they foreclosed on your home that's why you need to have a network a community right. friends family members money put away I got it, but think about don't it. have the half, kids half of african americans in the state of california roughly half of latino families have no access to a checking account or an ATM, things we take for granted. They don't have a check. What's account. wrong with them? And what, but what, <coughs> because they don't—they don't have the resources to sock those things away. Well, why do we have it? Uh, a lot of different reasons, but but roughly. So, to me, that comment—they don't—they don't have the resources for it. And just to blanketly say that blacks and Latinos, half of them can't do this, to me, that seems racist. It seems like you're lowering lowering a complete group to the lowest common denominator, and we're not that as a people. There might be a few people, and it happens in every race, people that don't have access to it or they don't want to have access to it or they don't have the resources because they – it could be uh, an educational issue, an I, I, intelligent quotient issue. It could be anything of those sorts. They don't know how to get access to those. But in 
this was in 2013. Even in 2013, there's no reason that no person should have it can't get access to a checking account. Like you can do it. All you have to do is just be good with your money, have a job, and not be stupid about it. It has nothing to do with your resources available. I think anybody to you. can get a checking account. Yeah. There's no issues to get a checking account. Well, you'd have to have a little bit of money to put into your checking account. It kind of depends on some places the banks that you're at. But yeah, right. it should be easy to get a checking. Just like ID is super easy. Got to have ID. an ID. Completely. Yeah. Well, that's their point. That's what he's trying to say. Probably they can't get an ID, which is just complete asinine. Which yes, is also why they, they don't want to have the voter ID. <laughs> Anybody can get an ID. It is completely easy. Super easy to get an ID. All right, we'll keep playing this. All right. They have those families don't. Where do they why end do up? Armenians have that? So where they end up is in why? check cashing places. But I want to know why those lenders. groups, why those two groups don't have access. Well, a lot of, it just happens to be that. We can so talk they're about flawed? This. No, they're hardly flawed, but they're struggling. Genetically making flawed. Their work. Hardly, not absolutely but, Okay, not. so but absolutely do Asians not. have this problem? I mean, a lot of communities have A lot of whites have these problems. Oh, but so I just, that's not just black and Hispanic. No, but, it, but, but I'm why giving you bring you up black and Hispanic? Because the magnitude is ominous. But why so many of them? It just happens to be the just, magnitude. That's the way God planned it? Not at all. Well, what just, happened to them? There are a lot of issues and with, that the communities are struggling. A lot why of are they struggling? A lot of, a lot of different reasons. Lack Spanish of opportunity. Answer the damn question. Well, we we can we can surmise. What about the, Asians? They were put in internment <laughs> camps. Yeah, we in fact it all initiated out of San Francisco. All right. The Chinese Exclusion Act came so out. So they are they the check Are they the check A lot of places? lot of Asians certainly do. Oh, so why don't you why don't you conclude because them? The only reason why is the magnitude. Of there's the so problem. many more. The magnitude and percentage. But there's no way to figure out how that happened. Of Africa. We could talk about it. You know what I'm dealing with? I don't want to have a sociological debate. Uh, sure, I want why to would you? Have, no. no, here's why. Why would you want to do that? Because the person from the Times wouldn't write good things about oh, you if God. you did that. No, no, that's not the case because I you want to deal want with to get reality. Into that. No, no, uh, no. You want to deal with reality. I want to deal with reality, reality of people is. that are struggling. People are suffering. I want to deal with the problems in why a Why are they way. struggling I don't and want suffering? An idea. We can hold hands and surmise about all these underlying why are they, reasons. I don't want to do that. I don't know why they're struggling. Why are they struggling? See, if politicians had the answers to these... It'd make uh, everything would be perfect. The other thing I want to get into is Adam Carolla is actually going in at him. I love it. Nobody it, else this needs goes to happen these more people. often. These these people are cowards. This, especially this is Gavin why certain Newsom. people don't want to come on certain yeah. podcasts. He won't. Lo, Governor Newsom will no longer go on Adam Carolla. He only goes to the safe places. And he goes to the safe places that don't ask him questions. That just same with Joe Biden. They won't ask him a question. But then that now they've changed. So now people will call him out. Well, why don't you hold him to the mat? Why don't you do your journalistic duties and ask him these tough questions? Now you're what you'll get is uh, Joe Biden will be on an interview, and you'll see him with a CNN host or MSNBC or you know one of the left wing rags, and you know they'll they'll ask a question. They'll be shaking their head and they say so. People are saying that, you know, your son, Hunter Biden, had apparently had a laptop and he had some bad business and he saved some money for you. But I just don't know. And he sh they're shaking their hand the whole time. And Joe Biden will say, no, I never talked to my kid about any of his business dealings. And then they'll shake their head and say, you know what? You have a birthday coming up and immediately just change the subject. You know, and they'll say, well, I asked him the question. Well, you didn't get an answer. Now the hard questions are no longer asking the question. Now the hard questions are you pushing the second question, the third question, the fourth question. Why just the blacks and the Hispanics? Why, what's wrong with the Armenians? Why are they able to get them? Why are the Asians who've been persecuted in California in, in the San past, Francisco specifically. In San Francisco specifically, how are they able to succeed in, this, in, our, in our nation? How are they able to succeed in our city, in our state? 
And that's kind of where I enjoy this and more of these politicians need to be asked this, but then they just go into their little shells and they'll go to their side and they'll just won't get the I think questions. if you're going to run for office, it should be mandatory that you have to be interviewed by somebody from both sides. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Or a moderate, somebody who, not just any moderate, somebody who's going to ask these questions. I think you should have to be forced to yeah. but answer they, the question. They'll just never put themselves in that position. And I think they need to be forced to, is yeah, what I'm saying. Well, you talk to any I, you, politician, no matter what level it is, yeah. and we ran, we ran into this even here in Norfolk. So you can't, the way I look at it is, I see where you're saying we got to force them. I'm also on the side, like, I'm, I believe in freedom. You can do whatever you want to do. We have to, as a voting block, as an f- informed voter, you need to be informed about who you are voting for and why you are voting for them. Agree with so you. So that's how you can force them, not by physically. You can't. I, I get not force. Them. I get that, yeah. but I think they. Sh- I think they should come out. So yeah. on, on a platform like some people won't it, be able to see what they have done in California. Some people have no idea who Gavin Newsom even oh, is. Yeah, they. I get. Yeah, there's a lot of people have no clue who he is, what he's done. So if he runs for president and is, half of Nebraska doesn't know who the fuck gonna, he is, they're going to see a D oh, and say, oh, and they're going to see all these interviews with him that are just fluff. Yeah, that's that's and what I mean. No, I, yeah, I get that. I'm just saying. I'm not saying force, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I'm where you're. I don't like the word force. Just as, right. like it sounds like you're saying, hey, you have to do this. No, let's as a informed citizen, I think you need to be informed if you're going to be voting on somebody. Um, otherwise, we have what we have, and you're just going to vote against somebody because you didn't like some mean tweets. Well, that's why I don't like voting, here we are just in our voting for your party right now. You know what I mean? I don't like I don't like that either. Yeah, no. I I've always said if there was a if there was a decent Democratic president or a Democratic nominee, I wouldn't just say, "Oh, I got to vote Republican." Uh, I can promise you, this is the way I look at it. The Republicans are not going to fix all your problems, but I promise you the Democrats are the cause of every single one of them. Oh, I agree with you. 100%. And I agree with you. I'm like just there is not a good Democrat it, out there. Well, in my opinion, that's that's where I look at it. I think, just our, because I they think talk RFK line. is a decent guy. Uh, on certain issues. Right, on, the on certain issues, but I think he's more... He's very just anti-gun. He's very anti-gun. I get that. He's very, <clears throat> very much against the... He's a green movement guy. Right. At one point when he was younger, he said... It, if people aren't going to abide and by abide by greenhouse type laws, carbon neutral type stuff, that they deserve to be imprisoned over it. That is that's shy comment. I just see him more as in the middle, where he can actually maybe have some conversations. He's only, and, a, and come to an agreement, not just fight over everything. He's only in the middle now because the left has gone so far left. I agree. I'm just I'm just saying, if there was ever a candidate, at some point, I would never vote for him. I'm just I get that on the I'm gun issue it, alone, right? And I, I'm not saying on just on that yeah. issue, but people but you don't get what I'm saying. If there was ever a candidate that could meet in the middle and actually yeah. have discussions oh, over everything and have some compromise, you just don't see that at all right now. There's no, no compromise very, on either side of the. We're very aisle. divided, but it seems like there's only one side moving. Like so, the the right just keep that that Overton window keep move moving left. The left goes so far left that the right just keeps coming left to help right. them. Um, and that's and I get the the guy or the RFK thing. I just don't think enough people realize his former positions. I, I just I'm used 100%. him as an example because he's getting he's no, getting I, blowback yeah. from both sides. I'm 100 percent on him on the on the, the abolish the CIA. I mean his his dad and his uncle were killed by the United States government. Really? And, yeah. When did that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so I'm on that abolish the CIA. Any three letter agency needs to go. Put all those people out of jobs. And uh, I'm also way against the vaccine mandates and everything like that. And then I'm on his side on that stuff. But the rest of it is tough to, to 
to follow along. And I, but I think he's good for the country to be in. But you're probably like that with any politician. There's always going to be something oh, yeah. about somebody you're not going to agree with. There's certain ones I can get over, though. Like, well, right. You know, he, right. he's not. He doesn't have on his bad sides. I can't get over those two, as opposed to somebody else that I. Well, the gun one's an important one. Yeah. So that, that, obviously that's a yeah. If it was, anybody is against the first or second, I I just can't. I agree with you. Can't deal with 100%. it. Hundred percent. At that point, it's over for me. Let's finish this clip out. Yep. A lot of folks are struggling because they can't find Why jobs. Blacks and because Hispanics. they're working. Why blacks and Hispanics? Across the board, all social. Okay, so everybody. Everybody struggles. So it's Asians are suffering uh, just as much as blacks. Um, the, the, the face of welfare is not an African American family. Oh, so, so, it's it's Asian, a, Jewish. It's all of them. Uh, Caucasian. It's okay, a lot so of folks we're all struggling. Society. A lot of folks are struggling. Okay. For more of Adam Carolla, go to adamcarolla.com or get the free Adam Carolla app available for Android, iPhone, and iPad. All right, so there's the end of the clip there. Um, I do want to play this one. This is him. This is his on the thirteenth. I, I believe. I'm hoping this is the one, but I'm assuming this is his uh, reasoning for cleaning up San Francisco. It was, and it's a very short clip, so we won't we won't bore you. But here, here you go. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true, because it's true. That's true, because it's true. But it's also true. For months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. It didn't answer the question. Did he? Is that was that the that end? That was of it? the end of it. Okay, there, there's a little bit more. It goes past that, and it's <laughs> even worse. Uh, he does that. That's true because it's true. And then he goes. Uh, he makes the comment. Uh, he goes, "Well, if you had a house and you had some people coming over, you'd want to clean it up before people came over." Well, I get that. These streets. If it looks good, and then you're going to clean it up a little bit, but why not clean it up all the time? Yeah, it's if it's that easy. What about the people main, that are paying, maintain it? What about the business owners that are paying taxes that right. have to deal with the human feces, needles, everything in their parket or in their sidewalk yep. on a daily basis? People not coming into the store because they're afraid of what's going on right outside their door. Right. I kind of forgot we had this clip. I want to. It's only two minutes long. Let's play this one before inviting in communist dictator so there's all the flags there's flags just full of trash chinese flags all over the place and within Perfect. two weeks the communist democrats in san francisco cleaned up the streets within two weeks but every other day they let the, this place just be an absolute cesspool they're showing off to a communist dictator trying to make it look like this city's clean when it is disgusting you go right across the bridge the bay bridge over to oakland we're going to go there in a minute and show you the truth show you what California really looks like. So that's, we can just do that. Well, San Francisco, oh. Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden are putting on a pretty face for just on the other side of the wall. They got all the, the world homeless encampments. This is the reality of what leftist policies look like as they enable criminals. They're invading our southern And you border. can search this up yourself. Yeah. It's communities that are it's just trash just piled up. It looks like a landfill. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. It's uh, I just I don't know how they let it get to that point. In my opinion, and then can clean it up so quickly. Well, because everybody it's magic just just feels bad for them, you know. They they just they just feel bad for them. Uh, well, you either get a job or you get out of the city. Uh, you gotta go leave. You just I don't care if we wake you up fifty times a day. Get out of here. Go right. find something else. Uh, it'll give the the police something to do, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot for them to do. But right. You could. Just, who cares if they set up? Nope. Sorry, you're not setting up here deuces you're gone go buy a piece of land somewhere pay some rent somewhere figure it out 
get off drugs. That's the piece. We'll kind of leave it off on that. Uh, mm-hmm. If there's any more that comes out, which there probably won't because they already had the meeting. And yeah, it was over the weekend. It was a kind of a Biden looked horrible. Biden always that. looks horrible. Um, I'm going to touch on this very briefly. I, I told them just a second ago we weren't going to do it, but I do want to. There was a uh, pro-Palestine, what do we call it, a protest riot outside of the DNC over the weekend as well. Um, this is a video of one of the protesters. I just want to play it real fast. This was way more violent than January 6th from what I saw. You mean the the worst day since Pearl Harbor? Yeah. 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 Or, or 9-11, either one. That's we can just pick right. the worst day since one of those, apparently, um, is what January 6th was. There was fires being lit. There was six Capitol police were injured, injured in this one. I think there was maybe only one injured on January 6th, and I don't think it was because of the protesters. Yeah. Uh, well, supposedly like six of them died or something. And but there was only none one. Of, none of them actually died. Only in the, in the one J6. arrest. One arrest. Was made here. One arrest. So we six, have, six Capitol Police injured, but one arrest was but, made. But we had grandmas in solitary confinement for over two years. Yep. For wandering around the Capitol. Yeah. Yep. And if you see the, the videos, you know, they, they've released the January 6th footage. And I did see they're that. They're just walking. Nobody's just going Police crazy. are walking them around. Police are showing them where to go. Capitol Police are showing them where to go. They're letting them in. They're waving them in. They're walking them through. Everybody. I mean, there was a few people that were doing some fighting and stuff outside, but I'm pretty sure those were mostly all feds anyways. So And these people were fighting back. They were lighting um, like those big industrial laundry baskets that you usually see in hotels where they're taking yep. towels. They were lighting those on fire, throwing them through the street. <laughs> yes, but, uh, you know, she wants peace, but she's going to be real peaceful. Jesus. Yeah, it was these people are just they're just batshit crazy. Uh I kind of want to just real quick on this Palestine Israel thing. Um I did see that Ilan Omar uh tweeted a picture of innocent or uh, tweeted a tweeted a picture of kids dead bodies of kids claiming that Israel did this. Oh my god, this is what happened over it was immediately flat fact-checked and figured out that it came from the Syrian gassings which was not even in the same country and a couple of years ago. And she just used that and passed it. That's a United States Congresswoman. Yeah. And no accountability, nothing. Don't really care. No, these just people are getting spreading, voted in with no knowledge. Yep, spread, spreading propaganda. I just saw a video clip the other day. Um, I don't remember who was interviewing her, but it was the, whoever is the head of the ec- uh, economic section of the government, whatever they appoint, they were appointed to the position. They Talking were, the treasury secretary, Janet Yellen. Uh, yeah, I think so. Older lady, Janet Yellen. No, this was a younger, um, younger lady. But anyway, she was asked by one of the Republican representatives, "What causes inflation?" And she's the head of the. You know, couldn't answer the question. <laughs> isn't isn't that nuts? Oh, that, that's who's just, running the country, man. We're just being led, led down a dark path by the blind. Yeah, Susan. I just saw today also Susan Sarandon, the actress, was came out and did a speech about. Uh, how Palestine's uh, innocent, 
innocent and and they need to be protected and because I tell Israel's you, Israel's invading. If I need any information, I'm going to Susan Strandon. She's who I'm going to first. Please. Her agency of 30 years let her go. <laughs> really? She's probably going to be off. So the movie she's in is with Barbara Streisand. Huh. What is she? Yeah. Jewish. Yeah. What are most Hollywood executives? <laughs> Jewish. Well, CN- what are you doing? CNN had a uh, bearded bearded uh rabbi that called himself jessica uh on speaking about how hamas is the good guy and israel are the bad people as a jewish transgender or whatever he is i don't know bearded lady wanting to be wanting to be a lady but bearded and clearly not a lady Uh, i thought that was the ringling brothers didn't know you could be a rabbi like that but i guess whatever you do you but yeah i did see that that was on CNN, it must have been this morning or yesterday morning, speaking about how Hamas is innocent. And Nope, Hamas is a terrorist organization no better than Taliban, Al-Qaeda. Uh, they're garbage. Uh, there was a... Am I, somebody released a drone video of all the tunnels underneath the hospital, a hospital, that proves that these guys are using hospitals as human shields. So that they can't be bombed underneath them and all this other stuff. But, you know, Israel's a bad guy, right? Supposedly. That's what we keep getting told. That's what we're told. So moving on from that, uh, saw this story over the weekend and I thought it was very, very interesting because there are people coming out on any side of what you want to call it defending this little kid. Um, an eighth grader in California was suspended from school and banned from all school sporting events for wearing what they're in quotes calling blackface. Now, if you know anything about football, it's, they all put it on. It's the eye black and he put it on in like a warrior style. Um, and he, he was a patron at the game and is now suspended and banned from all sports in that school area. He was in the game or at the game. He was at the game in the audience. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I haven't heard about. I didn't hear about this until you just told her. We talked about it before the on the rundown, and yeah, it's that's insane. That I mean, they have the picture up there. Uh, Outkick's got the picture. Got a story about it on their Twitter. Outkick, uh, and yeah, he just looks like he's got a little, maybe a little extra black or uh, a little extra eye black, but not. I mean, I've seen it. To me, it looks like game. two triangles coming together on the chin. Yeah, like he. Yeah, he just took or a paint. whole hand and. Just, you see plenty of football yep. players do it all the time. Oh, they do That's it. all he was trying to do. Yeah. He's there, trying to Im- imita- emulate a, a football player. There are many football players and other athletes that have come out of any race that have been defending him. Like, it's just eye black, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, it'd be one thing. I mean, <laughs> you can't call it blackface if his face isn't completely covered. And he's just got under his eyes and down his cheek, touching it to the chin. And the first thing I saw was, of course, it's California. Oh, yeah. That's not surprising. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've been on California all night, so <laughs> they have so surprising. much interesting things that come out of there. They just every, do some everything dumb good stuff. happens in California. So, I've got a clip here of uh Vivek that on way. CNN that I found very interesting. I hope you find it. Did you, did you watch this? I did watch it, yeah. Okay, so I'll, we'll play it for you guys. Which they live like vermin. Do you believe that that is, as your uh, Republican colleague, Chris Christie has said, neo-Nazi rhetoric? This is a classic mainstream media move. Pick some individual phrase of Donald Trump, 
focus on literally that word without actually interrogating the substance of what's at issue. The word was chosen for a reason. We are in the middle of a cultural war in this country. The word well, you know what? It, it, it's reason. actually describing a series of behaviors. You have Antifa and other related groups that have been burning down cities for the last three years in this country. Would you describe them Wildly as vermin? violating the rule of law. We have an invasion on our southern border. We have millions of people crossing our southern border. Let's talk about the substance okay. of why we have to recognize would, that we're not in ordinary you, times. Would you so use that language yourself? The vocabulary of the vermin or not is not what's important. Well, I haven't used that language. So, so you can look you? at my... my track record on the campaign trail, I talk about the issues, we all talk about them differently, but what I'm not going to do is play some game of focusing on some word that somebody else said without ignoring entirely the substance of what we're actually talking about. A border crisis of historic proportion, economic stagnation we haven't seen in 50 years, a national identity crisis and the loss of national pride in the next generation that's potentially existential for this country. Let's talk about our dependence on China. Today we're actually talking about Xi Jinping picking on Donald Trump's word vermin to talk about that status quo. You know what's vermin? What's running around San Francisco on a given day before Gavin Newsom cleaned it up on a dime to roll out the red carpet for Xi Jinping. If he could do that for Xi Jinping, preach, brother, preach. on an ordinary day, and yet we're here sitting talking not about the substance of that, but on one word that Donald Trump said in some speech in Miami, this is what's wrong with the mainstream media. Focus on the substance and let's have an actual policy debate rather than talking to a presidential candidate instead of the policy substance of what's actually going on in the country, picking on some word that Donald Trump said on a certain day and asking. This is exactly what I just said. Let's talk about the issues. Yeah. Quit. Why do we care about what he said? Because they are vermin. It's like I mean, they are living it's like, like we're vermin. in grade school. The way that CNN interviewed him. Oh, it's it's crazy. Well, they just Trump said this. What yeah. do you feel about vermin? So that that's why they want to. They're just trying to get click clickbait because they know they can't get Trump on there to talk to him. So they're just gonna. The only way they get ratings is to talk about Trump. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they talk about, and they're gonna get ratings coming from from. Uh, uh, they're coming for. They're gonna come from. Uh, from talking about Trump, and yeah, Vivek doesn't play those games. He's done with that. I don't know. I don't understand. That's the other thing I kind of don't understand about. To me, it seemed like a really terrible move by CNN because this entire presidential campaign, Vivek has never really came came out at Trump. He's the only one that hasn't really said a lot of stuff. Uh, I feel like he probably could have came at him a couple times a little harder than he ever did, but he kind of talked about him a little bit. But not. He's talked about him a few times, I think. I I'd really, I really, really like Vivek. I like a lot of the stuff he does. There's some, like we talked about, there's a couple things I don't really like. Uh, I think his future is extremely bright, and uh, I hope I hope more people in the in my party. I uh, I'm I'm an an unashamed Republican. Oh, I am too. Other than at times I don't like the GOP party in itself, and he even went against the GOP party. I mean, in the last debate, he spent his first opening two minutes just absolutely destroying the GOP and Ron and McDaniel, the G, uh, the RNC chair. Um, and so I just don't understand why they thought it would be a good move to try to get him to play a little mudslinging when he hasn't done it the entire campaign. Nor does he want to. No, he has no desire to do it. And I don't think he would do it. Maybe, maybe if it was about Nikki Haley, he probably would because he's, well, he did he's, that on the, on he, the debate. He's got a, he's got a disdain for Nikki Haley, but keep um, your daughter or keep my daughter's name out your mouth. I think that was his bad move. I, d I didn't like that. I didn't, I I'm on. That's the only thing that I was all right with, like Nikki Haley getting upset about. You don't. Who cares if she was on TikTok? Exactly. Like, that was probably a little bit of a low blow. I I saw what he was doing. It just I didn't. It didn't play right. No. Um. But the 
the Dick Cheney and heels. And then he goes, and people didn't realize he said that. He said, we got a Dick Cheney and heels, and actually we have two of them, but they cut off the two, the two of them. So he was literally <laughs> talking about DeSantis and Nick because of the whole uh, the, the heels on yeah. DeSantis, yeah. But I just love that he kept talking in this oh, yeah. clip. She just and she's she just kept trying, kept trying. No idea what to do, and he just he's really he's clearly polished. He's done a lot. He did before he even really announced, and right at the beginning of his announcements, he just kept he went on these long form podcasts. He was on Rogan. He was on PBD. That's why he he's was doing on well. Timcast, and he he's very polished at speaking. He's very intelligent. He's obviously self-made. He's very successful, and he's got nothing to lose. I All mean, these politicians that won't go on long form and actually discuss their policy, their policies, and, and why they're not confident in it. Then, obviously, they don't know how to, or they're being told what to say. It could be, in my yeah, opinion. But they'll go on. Uh, some of them will go on, on the ones that they'll go on long form, but only the people only, that aren't gonna. Right challenge him uh and we can go back to the rfk i it's, i respect rfk because he's gone on all these podcasts uh, and he's gone on the ones that have been against him and i respect him for it and yeah i listened to every single one he's, i think he's gone on quite a few that have really kind of yeah. grilled him it's getting more and more because people are starting to realize well what about your past that you have you changed from where you were because initially he was on only for the vaccine stuff right and we're rightly so i mean he was very out front about these vaccine mandates are bad the vaccine is not good blah 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 all this other stuff covid was done in a lab all this other stuff so um but yeah i, I respect these guys that go on the long form podcast and they they can uh, uh defend their views go to so to speak you know yeah, as long as they can speak on it that's my thing if, if they're not able to speak on their views then i obviously don't do it but then but then it, i don't find you as credible yeah in my opinion uh and you don't even have to – I listen to a lot of these guys. You don't have to persuade me. You just have to make me believe that you believe what you believe and you're not just doing Just answer it. the question. Yeah. Whatever like said, you believe. Okay, answer the question. Don't, yeah. don't answer the question with a question. Yeah. Don't just give these flat answers that you were probably told <laughs> to answer with. What's wrong with the blacks and Hispanics? Well, it's everybody. It's society. So it's everybody. Huh? Well, no, it's mostly blacks and Hispanics. <laughs> it, it's a it's a problem, oh and we don't we don't know the full answers. Yeah, we don't know why. We we just know it because because racism. And, but then he was it's like, because racism. Then he's like, we we can talk about it. Yeah, let's just hold hands. Then, well, then talk about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, this I did I did watch that clip. I was pretty I I did like it. I see a lot of clips with Vivek, and he kind of he can go on a tear. Yeah, the only times. one I disliked was the was the Nikki Haley thing with the daughter. The daughter. But other yeah. than that, yeah, he's been pretty rock solid. <laughs> Um. Any any more about Vivek you want to touch on? I, I think because he's forget how old he is. He's young. He would. Uh, he's just old enough. He'd be the young if he was voted in. He'd be the youngest president. president. I believe so. Uh, yeah. He. I do enjoy. I, I think he's really good. I don't know that this is exactly his time. Uh, he has said multiple times. I mean, people. There's a lot of people that want him in a a high power position in a say we get Trump in or somebody else and uh, a right hand man type of guy, because I mean, he's ran business. I would enjoy two business guys running the country like a business. I mean, we did pretty good with one business guy running it and the entire country going against him. Basically right. everybody in his cabinet was fighting him or all this other stuff. I think Vivek would be an extremely powerful piece to have along, but he's said he's multiple 38. times he doesn't want to be, the second guy, he doesn't want to be a cabinet. He I wish some of them the would, guy. though. I wish some of them would. There's certain run. people that just aren't 
a face type of guy. Uh, I think he'd be an extremely powerful vice president. That's what I'm saying. More power. Just run with. Yeah, more powerful than I think any vice president we've ever had. We've never had a powerful vice president. Mm-mm. I mean, you mean right right now we don't. <laughs> well, the thing the thing about Ukraine is it's a country, right? Mm. And it's there's a country that borders it, and it's it's Russia. We do have a vice president that's very good at memorizing what she's supposed to say. <laughs> she can say, I will say, she's probably the, the wheels on the bus are round. She's probably one of the least seen, publicly seen vice presidents we've ever had. She's an absolute disaster. I have, they don't show her on CNN. They don't show her, they don't show her anywhere. It's because the Democrats know she's a problem because they can't get rid of her. So, Joe Biden goes down. They don't know how they're going to get rid of Kamala Harris because they all know that Kamala Harris, that dog don't hunt. Whatever we do with that one, we've got a problem. They, they had, to, they just, they're in a, they're in a pickle with the Kamala Harris thing. But you know, she's she's one of those that you know, suck your way to the top, you can actually make it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, there's that or, you know, you could be Ilan Omar and marry your brother so we can get a green card and <laughs> consummate your marriage, you know. But yeah, that yeah. is what it is. All right. So we're going to get into a little bit of, and we're going to finish this off talking about Dana White um, and some Kid Rock stuff. The first thing, yeah, this is what I want to see first. So this is Dana White talking to Theo Von. Von. You can go and pause that. I posted that. a video for Trump. Did you did you hear about did you watch the Theo Von podcast or watch this one? You've only seen the clip, so you don't I'll kind of get a little context we'll on how context, this started. Yeah. Uh so what happened is Theo Von was talking. They were kind of bullshitting about um I'm talking about the Bud Light thing and everything and uh <clears throat> and Theo was kind of pushing Dana a little bit, and I kind of expect respect it, but uh, they were talking about the uh, Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light fiasco. Basically what uh, Joe Rogan was saying, they sent the cans to every uh, thousands of influencers, which they did, but it, it did backfire. It did a little bit of problems. So what happened is Theo just started talking about he had an interview, and the guy he was interviewing that they talked about we talked about him earlier is RFK. So Theo Vaughn had an interview with RFK Jr. Uh, this company, uh, you'll find out in the clip, called them, called Theo, and said, you need to pull this down because they were a sponsor of Theo Vaughn's podcast. I don't they think said, they mentioned who it was in the clip, just FYI. In this one? They I don't, don't think they, they don't, don't mention it I don't think so. We'll watch it. If not, I'll, I'll tell you who yeah. it is at the end. Um, but, yeah, this this uh, this company called Theo Vaughn said, you need to pull this down. Or we're pulling your sponsorship. And this kind of sent uh, uh, it sent uh, Dana White into a, to a hissy fit. And his response, awesome. And then uh, actually, and it's probably not in this clip either by seeing the 45 seconds. And I'll talk about what happened after this clip unless it's in this one. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's the context of how this happened is that a certain uh, – Certain sponsor told him to take the RFK podcast down, and so and I, I just found this clip and loved his. Yeah. I, I didn't even care what he was talking about. Yeah. It was the fact that his his attitude towards yeah, it. Dana White went hard into it. Yeah, there you go. Me too. This this happened to me. I posted a video for Trump, right mm-hmm. on my personal social media, and one of our big sponsors called and said, "Take that down." You know what I said? Go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. 
You vote for whoever you want to vote for. I fucking love the Oval. And I'll vote for whoever I want to vote for. That's how this works. I don't even care who you're voting for. It's none of my fucking business. But fuck you. Yeah. Don't ever fucking call me and tell me who to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel in fear these days, you know? A lot of people feel in fear that if they don't vote for certain people, they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's Hollywood, for example. Think about how fucking crazy that is. It sounds insane. It sounds just like... Well, it'll keep happening unless more people stand up for themselves. And... Give them the fuck you response. Love that clip. So what happened is uh, Dana White asked the Ovon who it was, and it was Peloton. Uh, UFC has a shit ton of Peloton bikes and treadmills and everything in their gyms. He brought in the guy that is in charge of the gyms on the podcast and said, we are no longer having a single fucking Peloton in our gyms. Got rid of them because of this inter- during this interview. There's another clip. It'd be what fine. it's like it'd, to have fuck you money. Oh my god, it'd be fucking badass. But uh, yeah, he literally and, and through the whole clip, they they uh, they look up who the CEO is and he goes, <laughs> "Damn!" They, they get a picture of him and uh, yeah, Theo said it was that's who the guy that called him was the CEO of uh, CEO of uh, Peloton and Dan White goes, "That looks like a fucking guy that would call you and tell you to take a podcast with RFK Junior." <laughs> And so he told his right hand man. He said, uh, "We're done. No, no more pelotons in any of our gyms. We're getting rid of them. We're getting rid of peloton." I'm not going to show the clip. We're going to move into the UFC fight. Was it? It was last weekend or the weekend before? Weekend. Uh, or, uh, maybe it was last weekend, November 16th. Yeah, that would have been. La- it was last weekend. So, Kid Rock, Trump, Tucker Carlson, Dana White all walk out to American Badass yeah. to just. Cheers upon cheers oh, upon yeah. cheers. Cheers from everybody except for Bill Burr's wife flipping off Trump. Right. Because that's a real good look. <clears throat> I just thought it was great. And then I found this clip. Um, this is Kid Rock on Fox News kind of talking about uh, confronting the Bud Light CEO. And I, I kind of liked his take on this. So we'll, we'll listen to this real fast. Well, I'm a huge fan of Dana White. I saw you with President Trump and Dana and, and Tucker. And you guys all went to the uh, M- MMA, what was it, the Garden? Oh, I always forget. I got to click on the dang. I don't know why it reloads that. Dana White, I saw you with President Trump and Dana and, and Tucker, and you guys all went to the uh, MMA, what was it, the Garden? I UFC, think, right? yeah. The UFC. Garden. All right, so he was on this show. I saw. And it was about Bud Light. He took <laughs> Here on, we go. <laughs> he, took, he took on as a sponsor. Now, I'll tell you why I've never my whole life ever supported a boycott. I've never called for a firing or a cancellation ever. I mean, even people that I can't stand, like Bill. By the way, I didn't either. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So what I worried about in that case was the guys that have the the beer The working class people. Right, the guys that work in the factory, the guys that load the trucks. They're not the guys that made that stupid, you know. They had no dog in this fight at all. It's actually funny. Speaking of that UFC fight, I'm standing there with our favorite president. Right. And someone comes over to like the CEO of Anheuser Busch standing right behind you. Right. So I go to the POTUS. I'm like, hey, that's the CEO of Anheuser Busch. Trump's like, you want to go talk to him? I'm like, I do. <laughs> so me and him go over. We actually had a great conversation. Really? Because you know, if you put this in context, why does why did this start? It's like you know, I told him that night. I go, you signaled to a lot of people like myself, like-minded people. Put the trans thing aside for a minute, right? I was like, but by sending that can to the trans kid. You kind of signaled to us <clears throat> you support this lifestyle, and more importantly, like men being in women's sports or in my granddaughter's locker room. 
most of us draw a hard line right there. Nah, 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 nah. nah. What, like, what do you, you have do? A granddaughter? You, what, you're like I got 40, two grandkids. You're like 42 Jesus. years old. Well, go ahead. It gets cold in Detroit, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> so I said, you signaled that to us. I said, but speaking of, I was like, I was like, you know, if someone wants to be trans, I was like, I didn't rip that kid. I said, F you guys. I said, I didn't even say boycott or cancel. I said, F you. I said, what are you doing? Injecting yourself into this conversation, these polarizing social issues. I was like, you know, you could be doing so much more positive stuff, just making us laugh and drink beer. But I said, I said, someone wants to dress up like a girl, they want to be transgender or whatever. A lot of people fought and died for them to do that. Go for it. We can coexist, you know, in public places. You might not be my first dinner invite, you know what I mean? And I'm probably not yours. And if you're gay, no one cares anymore, right? We all got gay family members, gay friends, great co gay co-workers. It's like, cut it out, just be gay. You know, I'm not gonna clap what out I hear for you. You know what I hear from you saying? You believe in freedom. Yeah. But if stuff. you want to indoctrinate kids in school. That's what that's right. I tell my I, 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 let me let me say this to the trans and gay community right now. Be yourself. That's cool. You're cool with me, I'm cool with you. That's what most people are. But as soon as you bring our kids into this, that's where you're gonna bring hatred into it. Love that. Yeah, I do I do like that end right there. That's pretty good. <clears throat> and that's kind of where we're what everybody's kind of been at. We've we're beyond the point but where that's it was not how, an actual fight back in the day. But that's not how they see us. No, they don't. They just. I love that he came out and said it like this because yeah. that's, that's exactly how I feel. I could give two. I don't give. I don't give a shit about it. I don't need to be the guy that's yay. Right. Yeah, go you. Be live whatever. your life just like the rest of us are. Yeah, I'm not gonna cheer for you. You do you. I don't expect somebody to cheer for me for how I cheer my live my life. It's just let, live and let live. Um, we all have. We all have, uh, we all have, re uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. We all, we all have things that we have, we have to, uh, atone for at the end and it is what it is and you do whatever. And I just love that he, that he said that, you know, people fought for you to be able to yeah, express it this way. It is true. We're, this is the only country where you can openly do it as much as you possibly can, whatever you want to do. Um, there's a lot of other countries you know, people bitch about America being racist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever it may be. Promise you, there's way worse countries out there. Go ahead and go hang out in Palestine and see how that works out for you. I mean, I mean, we've touched we touched that on that last week. Yep. It's just one of those things. Like, there's way worse stuff out there for you. Um, we're a pretty inclusive country. Nobody's perfect, but uh, with freedoms and everything, we're. We try to be as inclusive as we possibly can, it seems like. And, yeah, I enjoyed that. And yeah, he's right. Once the kids come involved, then then that, that's a problem. Agreed. It's always going to be a problem. That was a pretty uh, another intense show. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff that, I mean, there was some other stuff. But, I mean. You want to we'll go just, into some more? Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, did you hear about, was it Italy or Spain? Uh, actually, I think it was Italy. Uh, what they did was banned all synthetic meats in their country. Did not hear that. Did not, didn't hear that. Huh? Synthetic meats and foods, I believe. Um, and that's what Bill Gates is wanting to push, right? Specifically Bill Gates in <clears throat> synthetic meat, which is good if anybody wants to eat that Did you see garbage. the map of the land that he's buying up in all those states? He's the largest uh, farmland owner in the United States. He doesn't have much in Nebraska yet, but he's got a shit ton in Iowa. Shit ton in Kansas. Yeah, he's I I, didn't, I know he's got a lot. He's the largest landowner. 
farmland, the largest farmland owner. I don't and, like uh, that. No, it's it's not good, and um, it's more of the agenda twenty thirty stuff, the uh, new world order, that type of stuff. He's part of that uh, Klaus Schwab thing. What's that called? Uh, yeah, I know. I know you're talking about um, um, World Health Organization. No, no uh, global reset guys. Yeah. Uh, but he's part of that, and that's more of the ways they're going to get you to not own anything. That was the Klaus Schwab thing where he was like, you're going to own no you land. Easy bugs. <laughs> you will ease the bugs. Yeah, that's what I need a German guy you will told own me. Nothing, that you will ease the bugs. You will love it. You will love it. You will own nothing, and you will love it. Yeah, Italy bans Frankenstein meat. Uh, the Beyond Meat woes worsen. So <laughs> I love Frankenstein meat. Yep, it's it's <laughs> just completely garbage, and uh, uh, more power to them. I, I believe that we in America should do it, too. Uh, it's not good for you. Uh, I don't understand how we as a human society have been eating meat for millions of years, however many years, and thousands of years, I guess, whatever. Uh, don't have a problem with it. We are meant to eat meat. Uh, we are not meant to eat a bunch of vegetables and plants and hormones, and it's not going to be good for you. Uh, a lot of the plants actually have defense mechanisms for, to not get eaten. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. And, and when you do eat it, it actually... Hurts you. Some of them, anyway. Not, I'm not against vegetables, but there are certain things you probably shouldn't uh, shouldn't be eating. The other thing I heard today, uh, kind of on the same subject, is uh, spraying all of our grains and rice with folic acid. Yep. And how that can cause uh, ADHD, mental problems in kids. It could. Uh, um, because you can't fully digest it, so you're you're only digesting the nutrients out of half of what you're eating if yeah. you're eating in that way. Um. Yeah, the the herbicides and everything on the the agriculture side is kind of tough. I mean, you do things to obviously create more food, um, and everybody's got a. In theory, everybody's got uh, good intentions about it. Um, obviously, we spray pastures to get rid of weeds for cows to eat more grass and not have weeds. Uh, you spray crops. Um, how much of that residue gets into the food stream, you don't really know. Nobody, there's studies that show different things. I mean, it's hard to tell, but then, so are we either going to starve ourselves or we're going to do what little we can and try to find a acceptable exposure? Uh, it kind of seems like on that side of it. Um, I want to, right here, I'll go with the, uh, I'm just going to tell you what the, what they came out with the, with Italy being the first European Union nation to ban the production and sale of lab-grown meat. Uh, it is the losses it seeks to protect the national livestock heritage, which is good. It also seeks to ensure a high level of protection of human health. Uh, they don't really know what the bad ramifications can become from this lab-grown meat. It's so, so new. Uh, what do we know? Obviously, everything's filled with hormones. Um, there's been a lot of things saying hormones aren't good for you. So uh, I just thought it was a really good thing. I saw it, and uh, obviously, as I in the beef industry, to me, it makes it makes uh, it piques my interest extremely. You know, I'd, so uh, I'd like to see more countries do it. Follow Italy's lead uh, with the U.S. being right in par with them, but I don't see that coming. Um, I think outside <laughs> of Japan and Taiwan. I think France and Italy have the longest life expectancy and 
the healthiest people, I believe. It is could what, be. I don't. I don't because know they don't do a lot of the. They don't spray their like. It, what I've heard is if you go, I haven't been over there, so I can't really say. But if you go eat pasta and bread over in Italy, you're not going to feel as shitty as you do if you eat it around here. For that reason. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I, I just think Italy does really good health. Yeah, mandates or whatever you want to call it. I don't. Yeah, I could see as that. As far as food. As far as, far as food goes. And we, obviously we're stuff, obviously a gluttonous country over here. Um, we eat, we don't eat extremely healthy. I mean, we both got what, we got a little going on. So <laughs> I try to eat as healthy as I can. I really, I really do. It's I tough. mean, I'm drinking beer right now, but, you know, we're also older where yeah. it's harder to, if I would have eaten well 10 years ago, I'd be in a better it, spot. We wouldn't be breaking now. a habit. Yeah. Now you're so now now breaking. I'm eating well. I cheat every now and then, but I it's just sad that I, I eat well. I work out. You know, I I try to work out every day, a couple hours. You know, not a couple hours. Sorry, I run a couple miles every day, um, which probably isn't enough. I should probably be yeah. You know, I do two miles, but and probably lifted and stuff. But I just feel like you can't get rid of it. You know, but yeah, that's all. I just wanted to touch on that real quick, and it. Uh, it just is just one of those things that just really piqued my interest, and it's obviously on, on my radar. That's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm sad I'm, I didn't see it before you yeah, said I, it. That's I, why we're here. I kind of forgot to put it in our rundown, and I literally didn't think about it until just now, and I was like, oh, man, I forgot about this. And it'd be nice to get uh, – there were some clips and stuff, but it well, is Maybe we can touch on it next time. We'll probably touch on it so again. So we can get a little the more, clips. And yeah, we'll get a little more in, in, or, uh, information on it and – uh, I know they specifically were calling. I mean, talking about Bill Gates's type of stuff. So they don't. They're trying to distance themselves from his his um, industries, basically on that good. on the on the health side of it. The further we can get away from what Do- he's pushing, <laughs> Mister Doctor Bill Gates, because yeah, I want my health advice from him. Yeah, yeah. But I'll just let him just hang out and go on little plane trips to islands and stuff and you can <laughs> i don't really care what happens that's to something that. you brought that that's something else i saw one of the people that had whistleblowed against Giselaine maxwell just pat just died oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure we'll find out more natural on causes right well they didn't really say there hasn't been much news about it yeah, only a few it. people have said a few things so i haven't been able to find a whole lot but that's i haven't heard anything very about interesting yeah she's yep. young she wasn't old it wasn't like it was like a Really? thing mm. so well that might be another story we might bring up next time yeah we can we could get into that the list and everything and people i mean yeah we have thoughts on it so again uh we really have appreciated everybody giving us feedback uh you guys have slowly been talking to us and we've we've gotten a few more people um giving us some good reviews and we really want if you guys are listening and you want to give us some feedback please reach out to Either one of our social media accounts. Um, yep. we're, we're both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Vance Nidig on X on Instagram on Facebook. And hit me up on any of those. And now you can pretty much find me under Agent Life, uh, either Agent Life or Agent Life 23 on anything, or just Zach Miller. Uh, we are at Agent Life Media Group on Facebook. That's where you'll find out any kind of news about. Podcasts. The podcast, uh, this podcast, useless assumptions, and then we I just will be recording three episodes this week of touching base. That's going to be a good um, a good one if you guys want to hear anything on 
local Northeast Nebraska More people. Of a, long long form interview type of style. Long form interview. It's just going to be talking about the person sitting across from me. Vance will be in on a lot of those. Um, they're the first. I just recorded the first one before we just did this tonight. Is a great episode. Yeah. Um, that will be the second episode coming out. So I recorded today, but it'll be the second episode. Those will be great. We are going to get some comedians coming in from uh, District Event Center. So that'll be kind of fun. So it's not just going to be Northeast Nebraska. It's going to be people from all over. And eventually, if we ever get big enough Vance, we'll <laughs> we'll actually have some some really, really maybe, good. Maybe we can bring RFK on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can do that. <laughs> there we go. Just get us bigger and get us our chance. Yeah. We got some big things coming. So if you guys could please just keep sharing. Um, if you enjoy it, share it, comment. Um, the more comments we can get, the more shares we can get, the more listeners we can get. Yep. Means we can keep making it better. Yep. We eventually want to have video. Um, which we will. Uh, there are some big news coming out soon, hopefully in the next couple months, where we'll actually have a full studio video and everything uh, ready to go for you guys. So that'll be that'll be kind of fun. So be on the lookout for some YouTube stuff uh, in the future. But again, if you enjoy it, please rate it, like it, share it, share the shit out of it, please. Yeah, shares help a lot. Um, yeah, what uh, any review, any any feedback you have, good or bad, that. Like we said, it doesn't really matter. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. We want the negative yeah. feedback. If you, if you really don't think it's good, tell it. Tell us why. Let us and, know what and, we need. To and fix. We can fix it. Yeah, we'll yeah. try to do do our best. We're we've uh, kind of tried to shorten our our sports seasons up. Obviously, come like summertime and stuff, we'll get a lot less sports and um, that type of stuff. Be a little more in the every than current event type sh- stuff going on and uh, uh, anything ideas of people on you know your touching base if you guys have contacts that you think would be really good from the area that would be good to put us in touch with them let us know and we can see if we can get something set up yeah please do we're, we're willing to and i'm willing to travel if i have to so if you yep. guys got somebody we got to travel to I, the, the podcast is mobile can be mobile so please yeah give us people you want to hear from and uh, we got some good ones coming up i got about seven to eight people lined up already so we can definitely uh, uh add more to that we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, I'm Zach Miller. We got I'm, Van- I'm Vance Nidig, and we will see you guys. Uh, Have well, a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. This is coming out on Wednesday, <laughs> yep. isn't it? Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. We'll see you next time.